0: Welcome to our Union Matters podcast series. I'm your host, Didi Sly, and today we're talking about resolutions. Not New Year's resolutions, not personal resolutions, but they're uh, about collective action, what our members would like the union to do. And uh, we're going to talk today with President Jason McLean is here, who has uh, had some experience with resolutions and uh, some experience with Constitution, and he's um, the president, along with the chair of the Resolutions uh, Committee, Paul Hagan, and the chair of the Constitution and Bylaws Committee, Colin Sutton. First, though, I thought we would mention that there's going to be a tour coming up. You want to tell us about well, that, Jason? actually...
1: Uh this term, we're, we're taking a different approach at resolutions. In, in past years, we've had uh, people show up with resolutions at convention uh, with some really good ideas, but those ideas end up getting shut down because the resolution wasn't written properly or uh, there was a mistake in the resolution or whatever. So uh, we're trying to be a little bit more proactive. We've always done resolution writing workshops, But um, this time we're trying to bring it into each region of uh, of Nova Scotia. So uh, we have eight regions in NSGEU, and we're going to go to each region and put on a resolution workshop, resolution writing workshop for people to uh, that has some ideas that want to bring these ideas to convention.
0: When does the tour start?
2: Well, on uh, Monday, January seventh, we're in Cumberland, Colchester County. We'll be at the NSGU tour office at six p.m. And uh, from there, uh, our next uh, date is on Thursday, January 10th. We'll be in the Valley at the Waterville Fire Hall at 7 p.m. And then we move on on Sunday, January 13th. At 1 o'clock, we're down the South Shore. We'll be at the Yarmouth office, NSGU, at uh, 1 o'clock. Uh, and uh, then we're back in Metro. We'll be here on the Monday the 14th at 7 p.m. right here at head office. And looking forward to that, we're, that's a combination of all Metro A, B, and C. So hopefully a good crowd will show up for that one. And then we're on to uh, PICTO on Tuesday, January 15th at 7 p.m. at the North Nova Educational Center. And uh, and last but not least, we're going up to Cape Breton on Sunday, January 20th at 1 p.m. at the uh, NSU Sydney office.
0: Resolutions have this power. Why are they important to the union?
1: Well, let's talk about what a resolution is. You know, it's a mechanism for a member to bring an idea forward that will set the direction of the NSGEU for the next three years or beyond the next three years. So it it could be ideas such as, you know, to give support from NSGEU to a certain cause, right? Or it could be to uh, join other labor groups in denouncing something the government's doing, or or it could be something like um, having NSGEU do something for the membership that is different than they've been doing in the past. Like for instance, uh, last convention, we had a resolution that that spoke to uh, what is the role of NSGEU in accommodating members that have disabilities. And what that did was create a disability committee that will be reporting back at this next convention. and uh, And that sets ideas on, you know, what is the union's responsibility? So it also sets policy within the union. So everything that comes to convention just sets the pace on what the nsgeu is and what it's going to be doing
0: that's really cool when is our convention
1: our convention is May 8th until May 11th
0: resolutions they're kind of uh, hard for people to understand though or wrap their heads around there seems to be an issue
1: well well yeah there is an issue I mean over the years we've had people having problems putting their idea on paper and that's the reason why these guys, are going out. And thank you very much, Paul and Colin, for going out and do this because uh, there's two types of resolutions. There is ordinary resolutions or general resolutions as we call them. And that's about any type of idea. And then there's constitutional amendments, which are resolutions that affect the Constitution, which could be the makeup of a local or what a member is or what dues are being paid. But that's stuff within the Constitution. And there are two distinctly different types of resolutions. General resolutions could be any idea but a constitutional amendment must be specific and, and it has to be covered properly.
0: Can anybody submit a resolution?
1: Any member that has an idea for a resolution can bring it forward to their local meeting that is discussing resolutions and uh, what they would do is bring the idea forward and their local would vote on if they want to bring this idea forward and if they do vote on uh, in favor of it, it would have to be a majority vote of those who attended the meeting, and what you'll, and what they'll do then is submit it into NSGEU. Put it in resolu- resolution format and submit it to NSGEU, submit it to head office
0: resolution format colin what's that
3: resolution format uh follows a very precise uh formula that we've uh, we've laid out it has a very specific format uh, and it has to be that way because we need to know why we're voting on things and we try to we put it in such a way that we're emphasizing uh clarity of the idea we need to know uh it begins with a statement of um of an issue uh, that you want to want the NSGU to vote on with the resolution. Uh, then it, it's followed up by several whereases, uh, and the whereases, uh, as we call them, um, they are the reasons for the resolution. Uh, following the res- following the whereases, you come to a conclusion with, uh, therefore be it resolved that, and then you have your resolution of, of exactly what we're voting on. All of the preamble before it was, were the reasons why a person would want to vote for it. So therefore, be it resolved that gives the resolution the meat of what we're voting on. It kind of sums everything up of of everything that was said in the preamble before that. And it's really what the recommendation uh, from the committee, when it goes to convention, the committee makes a recommendation of concurrence or non-concurrence. In other words, we suggest that you vote for or against uh, this resolution, then that Motion of concurrence or non-concurrence is voted on. It's a little complicated and a little difficult to understand at first, but we have a, um, an orientation meeting at convention to, uh, for first-timers to get past uh, you know when you're voting, what you're voting on.
1: The, the committee's not looking at these resolutions and, and saying, oh, that's a good idea, I think we'll go, we'll go with it. They're looking at the wording. They're looking at what ramifications there are of the wording and how it goes. I mean, there's a difference between shall and will. You know, there's a a difference between uh, lobbying the government or telling the government or any other organization what to do because we don't control any other uh, organization, but we can ask them what to do or ask them to team up with us, but we can't make it happen. So somebody could say something as easy as, you know what, Uh, the NSGEU and the Federation of Labor should team up and open up a brand new uh, labor temple where all labor organizations can meet, right? Well, that's fine to put that in. It's a great thought to, to have that, but we can't compel the NSFL to do that. Therefore, it would be looked at as being out of order because we should say the NSGEU should uh, lobby the NSFL to do this with them, and then if they can, have it followed through upon, right? That, that's difference in wording.
2: There was too many resolutions in the past that, that never made it to the floor because they were not properly uh, written or not properly uh, worded and not, didn't address the exact issue involved. So that's why we want to go out to this tour, talk to people. I, I don't know what you call them, but I'm, I'm old school as far as learning. I like to have talk to somebody there if I have an issue. I mean, those uh, presentations were quite good on the Internet, but if they didn't address the specific topic I was looking at as far as a resolution, what what would I do? I'd be guessing. So now we're going to be at th- these places across the province. So come on out and you know meet us, t- talk to us. Whatever, you know bounce ideas off us. We'll we'll give you as far as the, the boundaries that you're looking at, and maybe uh, look at as, far as you know, what wording you should be addressing.
3: But the key uh, to really writing a good resolution is mm-hmm. going to be clarity. Uh, we need to make sure that the intent of the resolution is clear. As long as that intent is clear, we can work with the language of it. Uh, you know, change the language um, where it doesn't fit the intent. Uh, we can. We, there, we, there are some steps that we can take to kind of kind of tidy up a resolution. So. Concerns about the actual language used in the resolution uh, can really be mitigated um, just by writing in simple language to make sure that the intent of the resolution is clear. Because one thing that we discovered from the last convention, uh, being the the former chair of the uh, Constitution and Bylaws Committee uh, from the last convention, um, was when an intent wasn't clear or when something conflicted with the intent in the resolution and it had to be ruled out of order because of that. we could see kind of the idea that people were bringing forward but it wasn't clear enough for us to be able to recommend it so it had to be ruled out of order so that ends up being a very frustrating uh, procedure for the members of the committee because they don't want to see these ideas die on the vine but also for the members who submit these ideas because they see their ideas being killed on what amounts to a technicality or what they perceive as a technicality so with these uh, sessions that we're doing, these workshops that we're going out and doing, we want to help help the members help us do a better job of representing them.
1: The committee chair's role coming out right now is to get the ideas rolling, get people start thinking about convention, that this is the time to get it in. I mean, the timelines are here.
0: What's the deadline?
1: Uh, the deadline is 60 days prior to convention. So it'd be March 8th would be the, uh, the deadline. So right now it's January. And we uh, People need time to get their ideas, to put them down. Local meetings don't happen every day. So uh, get out to your next local meeting and start talking about we need resolutions. I don't know if I didn't mention, this is very exciting to me. I, I really, really enjoy resolutions. Uh, not everybody does, and maybe I'm just a union nerd, right? But um, this is where this is what democracy is all about, and this is where it comes from.
0: Now, if I had an idea... For resolution. And I wrote that idea for resolution. I took it to my local meeting and they didn't like it. And, um, could I still submit it in some way? Could I still get it from the floor? Could I bring it in a sign? What, what could I do at the convention with my idea if it doesn't pass through your local?
1: Well, um, there's two sets of timelines. There's uh, timelines for, Uh, general resolutions and constitutional resolutions to come in from locals and That is 60 days prior to convention, but also uh, The board of directors have 30 days before convention So if your local didn't take it up uh, you could still lobby your board member in your region or the board member that represents your occupation and uh, You could lobby them to bring it to the board of directors for consideration. That could happen as well Uh, but If it doesn't make it through those two avenues and it's not something that is new information or a new idea that just came up after the deadline, and I'll explain that a little bit in a moment, uh, then you you won't get an opportunity to speak about that idea because nobody took it up with you. Your local didn't submit it and the board of directors didn't submit it and those are the two different bodies that could submit the resolutions. Now, you also have uh, extraordinary resolutions, something that comes up. So an example of that is if after March the 8th or even if after April the 8th or April the 9th, uh, you have, well, it would be actually be the end of March because that's when the board of directors is meeting. But um, after those dates, let's say, for instance, uh, there is another strike at, at the Canada Post and... Somebody wanted us to show solidarity to Canada Post and uh, boycott a newspaper or something like that that has happened throughout the Canada Post or never to use UPS or anything like that. But we don't use any type of non-unionized environment as is now. But let's just say an idea came out of that strike that somebody wanted NSGU to take on then that would be in order to take it forward because it has to it has to do with that certain thing that came to light after the deadline. So that would be called an extraordinary resolution. But if it's something that was an idea back in January or an idea last year and it wasn't brought forward as as it's not new news or not something that's new to our information, then it's not something that would be taken up by convention or accepted as a resolution because that extraordinary resolution or potential one would have to be submitted to the resolutions committees and they would judge it if it would go to the floor or not go to the floor. And they would also recommend it if it's accepted or rejected. And then ultimately the debate would happen on the floor of convention and it would either be accepted or rejected by the floor of convention.
0: Cool. Paul do you have a favorite convention a uh, favorite resolution do you have any particular resolutions that come to mind that have made that have made a difference that kind of inspired you or
2: we were uh, yeah, my local was quite surprised last convention uh, we have a, a component uh, within our central civil service professional uh, the french language was quite important it's growing within our local and uh, a couple of people proposed uh, French language as a requirement uh, in in regards to treatment of locals and EROs and and it was proposed it didn't pass uh, but I think it made over the past three years uh, the executive and the and the board recognized that and now I think the the Saint Anne local had French language uh, all French uh, negotiations. negotiations and also the town hall was all in French so uh, it, that thing sort of surprised me that even if we propose a resolution, it doesn't get passed. It can make an effect on this union because uh, this union listens, and that was a sort of you know one of those failures. But it it result, it sort of sparked an idea within uh, within NSGU, and it's it's grown from there. So we we were uh, we mentioned it last at our last local meeting. We're quite proud of that fact.
0: Yeah, it, it that is. It is really interesting that you can bring something forward and it can fail, but you can still succeed.
1: My favorite resolution is one actually that I, I've been involved with NSGEU on the board level since 2003, and I was elected as a regional board member coming out of regional council, Cape Breton region. And one thing that kept coming to every regional meeting because I had to fulfill uh the ask and the direction that was given to me by, by Cape Breton region was I wanted, I I was told that I have to get an office in Sydney. And every time I came with my report, I came with a recommendation that we open an office in Sydney. And, um, every board meeting, it was voted down. It, It, it never got through. And, uh, the next term I ended up on the executive of NSGEU and, uh, the person that replaced me uh, at the uh, board of directors was Gary Smith, and he kept bringing it forward because that's the direction he got from the Cape Breton region, and uh, that wasn't successful at the board level. But what happened over that term of the board, and this would be 2005 to 2007, was um, a resolution happened, and it was it originated. From Cape Breton region to have, you know, a storefront office, or actually a satellite office it was being called at the time. And but it didn't just come from the Cape Breton region. It came from every region. So a lobby happened at the board of directors and other regions were saying, Yeah, we would like to have one, right? So each region, each locals in each region brought in a resolution to where uh it was decided by the board of directors, and the board of directors end up putting in a resolution to try to or to do a trial period on two offices, one in Yarmouth and one in Sydney. And those other locals, because that was being done, withdrew their their resolutions to do it. So it's my favorite it's my favorite resolution that we got those done because those offices have been a success, uh, and we have an office in Truro now, and I think provincially because I'm not from metro and uh, this is no dig on people in metro but sometimes everything gets swallowed up in the metro area and people on the outside of metro feel left out of the mix so I think it's very important that we have those offices and that we have that reach across the province so it that was my favorite one because that showed me how democratic this union is because when the members say this gotta happen it's gonna happen. So uh, that's that's my favorite one, hands down.
0: Do you have a favorite one, Colin?
3: Well, the Constitution and Bylaws Committee from the last convention, we only had so many uh, ones to deal with. Uh, we, we do our work on the first night of convention, and um, we had, I believe if memory serves, we had about 12 or 14 amendments submitted to the committee, of which only four we voted on on the floor. And one that really stands out in my mind was uh, was a, an amendment that came forward to change the language of the constitution uh, and bylaws of the NSGU to include transgendered people in language about discrimination and harassment. And that was something that was really uh, really kind of a landmark uh, type of thing for the Constitution and for the NSGU, And it was a recognition uh, of our members as well. Uh, it was put forward by our members and it was voted on by the members at convention. And it was voted on with tremendous support from convention. So that one felt pretty good.
0: There's a lot of mental health uh, kind of resolutions as well, I think, to support uh, mental health uh, initiatives and campaigns. and
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so then it- there was uh, stuff around Bully Free. hmm Right. I mean, we we've done a lot of stuff, I believe, to help make the workplaces better, safer, and uh, but we still have a lot more work to do. And that's why we constantly have conventions. Uh, These were the ideas come and set the direction for NSGEU.
0: It's really exciting, actually, isn't it? It's Kind of nerdy exciting, (laughs) but exciting nonetheless. (laughs) I know. For some reason,
1: I know they're they're just as excited as me, but they don't look it.
0: Are you Paul? <laughs> are you really excited, Paul?
2: Very much so. Yes. Yeah, looking forward to going out there and, and meeting uh, some members I haven't met before, and also uh, looking forward to convention, discussing the the various issues that that are important to to our members, that uh, and discuss them for and against because that's uh, a nothing do is it's good debate. We have uh, opposing sides, and we discuss the issues, and then. Uh, the floor gets a, an opportunity to vote and we move on to the next one and, and we discuss it at night for on the socials and and we sort of come out of that as a group and we vote on our new executive and uh, it's i think it's a well-rounded convention and and rose we can keep the resolutions and the, the bylaws going smoothly and and set for everybody that Debate and not worry about the say the, the semantics and uh, that's you know it seems to be a good time and that and that's what we want to make sure this time with a lot more ideas and, and discussion amongst our members so they get to know a lot of times you get to know the person across the hall because they have a certain idea and you never thought about that idea before and it's now sparks an idea in your thought head and you're going. Wow, that's, that's not a bad idea. It's a good suggestion. And maybe you want to talk to that person after the resolution and for further debate or, you know, what their side is and get to know them. And that has to happen over the numerous conventions I've been on. And that's one thing that uh, as a proud NSU member, it's sort of we, we forget to mention when proud of, to come out of that convention and looking for the, near, you know, the, the government, to, their, their various fights and, uh, and also other issues we have to deal with. Because those things are all tracked. That's one thing we have to mention, too, is that uh, they're assigned to, to the executive to track. In all the board meetings, we have the tracker's report, and we look at these resolutions, and they're assigned to all the committees, political action, the, the youth committee, the, the disabilities committee, and they're to deal with them. That's their. That's what's on their plate come September when they have the new committees.
0: I, I wonder if our listeners would be curious uh interested in what kinds of resolutions, because I know there's some about, you can have resolutions that support organizations like Feed Nova Scotia.
1: We, we've had a resolution last year, or sorry, three years ago, two and a half years ago, that spoke to, uh, charities that we were going to donate to. And, uh, it was $42,500 and each year of the three years of convention, and it settled each organization that we were going to do. I, I think, uh, The board has learned this term because one of those organizations no longer exists. And so that's funds we couldn't give last year to another organization because it was already dictated where we needed to go through convention. So I think the the resolution needs to change in the wording to where we have X amount of dollars that we will donate. And uh, we could put a committee of the board of directors or something of that nature together to speak of each year where it's going to go to because uh, an organization could go away and uh, we don't we don't want if we got that money earmarked to be donated it should go to a worthy cause and and it shouldn't be it should not be used because we can't use it so we want to get a little less restri- or a little less restrictive than we've been
3: with it There's another type of resolution as well, Uh, one that I've been uh, particularly personally interested or personally involved in carrying out since the last convention. There were two resolutions that came forward at the last convention that uh, dealt with uh, raising education and awareness of the uh, discrimination and harassment that people with disabilities face in the workforce. And the other uh, was the other was about uh, aiding the NSGU in building some policy around how uh, requests for accommodation come forward for for doing union business, uh, just kind of putting a framework around some things like that. So the two resolutions created the Ad Hoc Disabilities Committee, and we've been doing the work since the last convention of kind of getting the lay of the land and assessing the issues that people our uh, member, members with disabilities are dealing with in the workplace, and there have been some really interesting spin-offs coming out of that. Uh, we have several recommendations forward to the executive right now that are being considered Um, and uh, we're hopeful that they will come through uh, at our next board meeting. Um, but I'm really looking forward to the report from the committee at the next convention because we've not only been able to uh, put together a policy piece for the NSGU that assists them in assisting our members with disabilities, uh, but also uh, on the education pieces we now have a bursary uh, that will be awarded, uh, that is guaranteed to be awarded to a person with a disability in the NSGU, Um, so education is a big aspect a big um, Yeah, a big aspect, as we discovered in in our research, in the committee's research, um, Stats Canada actually has some very uh, strong uh, correlation uh, uh, evidence, some very strong statistics that state that the level of education that a member or that a a worker gets. directly impacts the amount of harassment and discrimination that they receive in the workplace, being that the more education a a person gets, the less discrimination and harassment that they will see. So the committee saw that as an opportunity to make sure that one of the bursaries that we give out goes to a member with a disability or a dependent of a member with a disability.
1: And that came from convention. I think it's really important to mention convention is the supreme governing body of NSGEU. It happens every three years. At that convention, resolutions come forward, sets the direction for NSGEU. Also what happens is the the executive committee and the president is elected, and they carry out that work. They'll carry out that work in between board meetings. So the board of directors will be assembled shortly after convention, and they'll meet every six weeks uh, throughout the three years, uh, with the exception of the summer months. and Or let's say they'll meet six six times a year. Also... In between that, the executive committee is doing the work. And in between that, the president's doing the work. So all the work that gets done is happening from what happened there. Like there might be some things like campaigns or something. Like you're going to see very soon a campaign for social workers that we teamed up with the, uh, with the College of Social Workers. Uh, so that is going to happen. And that was something that came from the board of directors to do. So uh that is fine that wasn't part of last convention so that stuff still happens but the core work that must be completed before the next convention is the work that was said to be done at the last convention and Collins committee carried out their duties and that committee is proud of the work that they did and um, I'm telling you it, it's it's just testimonial that convention creates what NSGU is going to be and where the policies are going to go in the future
0: So if, um, let's say you can't make it to one of the, each one of your uh, workshops and uh, you'd still like some help, what do you do if you, if you're in that situation? You just want to run some ideas by somebody. Where, where would you go?
3: Uh, well, there is the website. Uh, we do have some resources available on the website that uh, guide you through the process of writing a resolution. Uh, give you some tips on what to do and what not to do. Uh, that information has been updated for this year for this convention. Do they, who do
0: they talk to? Like, could they call the labor resource center? Did they call the NSGU or
1: if if like if somebody couldn't print out the information off of there or they needed someone to talk to, they should call the Labor Resource Center. They should ask who the board member is in their region. They should ask if they don't know who their local executive is, and we can hook them up to talk with those people, send an email in between or call them or give them uh, their contact information. So uh, all those people would be people that you could reach out to.
0: That is awesome. Thank you, Jason, Paul, Colin, for being with us today and taking the time to talk to us about resolutions they're so much more exciting now than they were at the beginning (laughs) yes and thank you for listening we hope you've enjoyed this union matters podcast and that you feel ready to start writing some of your resolutions yourself and if you don't that you'll make it out to one of the workshops happening regionally across the province have a great week we look forward to sharing some time with you again soon
3: thank you thank you thank you